This is the Music Storm Podcast, where we talk to people about music from so many angles, from guitar players, artists, photographers, to listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we have Justin joining me today. How are you doing, Justin? I'm doing good. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Are you excited for today? You know? I am very. <laughs> just, yeah, you're just like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> so... Maybe some of the people don't know you probably, but they might know. Who knows? But tell the people what you do, Justin, and where you're from. Uh, yeah, I'm a musician, amateur radio person, and a uh, uh, big music fan. Mm. Big music mostly, fan. Yeah. Mostly uh, in the emo, metal, uh, just everything encompassing, like heavy music, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that you do everything. So there's so much I want to talk to you about today because we talked about, hey, we need to do this. And then you got me on the radio show and everything. But let's get to the very, very beginning. Yeah, and sure your thing. career, Justin. So what got you into music? Maybe from school, influences and everything? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it, there's multiple responses I guess I could give. Um. So I guess it kind of started with school. I was in, you know, the band program. Um, the people, especially like in high school, uh, mm-hmm. the people I was uh, hanging around with. Mm-hmm. Um, I formed a few bands when I was in high school with people that went to that school and uh, just like... They were fans I, I of the same music that I liked. Like I went to Descendants and Crowbar and Full of Hell, and also, uh, like back then, I, I still play now. But um, I know there's really people watching that are fans of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a Tony Hawk kid. I was actually a rhythm game kid, and I still am. Uh, yeah, I mostly play Guitar Hero and Rock Band, and that's how I discovered a lot of my music taste. Mm, yeah, for me, I did play Tony Hawk, actually, as a kid, but actually before that was, like, Halo. So I played Halo. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other games, like Club Penguin, Neopets, like, those kind of, like, computer games and yep. everything. Um, as far as, like, MMOs go, I actually did play Habbo Hotel. Dude, Habo is so much fun. I yeah, I wasn't like a club penguin or like webkins or anything like oh. that. I, it was strictly Habo Hotel and then like Flash games. Oh, Flash right? games are the best. Like the Congregate, Two Grounds or whatever. Yep, yep. Those are the days. I miss those days of everything, but also, yeah, I, I miss those early days of the childhood days. In elementary yeah. school, dang, 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 dang. So for sure, yeah. So you're the same as me when went into the radio and everything. Now you're doing a radio show at U U M F M, which yep. I got to be at actually for one show like a couple weeks ago, yep. and it was a great show by the way. I loved it. I love the music genre that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it was really it was, fun. It was really fun. We got to do it again sometime. Yeah, and for sure. You do it every Wednesday, I believe, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So tune in every Wednesday at what time? It's Wednesdays, 4 p.m. It's called Suburban Home. 
Suburban Home three to four. Okay. Um, what made you want to get into radio, Justin? That's a good question too. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't any like really specific, uh, like point that I could give you, but it was like a bunch of things. Uh, back in high school, I used to be a massive ninety-two city listener. And um, I basically idolized the voice of, like, Rena and uh, Dave Turnbull. Yeah. And I, I didn't like Wheeler personally. Sorry, Wheeler. Oh, but <laughs> Hopefully Wheeler doesn't see this. Okay. <laughs> I love Kelly Butler, too, by the way. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I, I love Rena, Dave, and uh, Kelly. But then mm. um, I kind of fell off radio for a bit. And uh, then I got uh, to I got to attend Mid Ocean Media and Arts is a audio engineering school. You probably know about it. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I was thinking yeah, about sure. going there, but I didn't go there. I went to yeah. in college instead. But for sure, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, what Mid Ocean Media and Arts does is um, it's a ten month. Like full-time course uh audio engineering audio and media uh stuff like that and it's like vi- audio and video games audio and radio audio and music you know just stuff like that and we had a little bit of a it wasn't like a it was just maybe a month or so of radio stuff uh evan from power 97 I don't know oh, if you know him, maybe, but maybe yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So this guy named Evan came from Power Ninety Seven, and he kind of, you know, uh, showed us just how to, you know, do radio commercials and all that, like the the commercial side, basically. Oh, cool. The production side. Though. Oh, the production yeah. side. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It, no commercials. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, he did show us a lot about how to have the best voice for radio and stuff. You're you're a radio voice. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so we basically just did that for about a month, about three weeks. um, That's how I got interested. And um, there wasn't, it it wasn't like, it's obviously not a broadcasting um, school or anything, but after that i used what skills i did learn to you know someone told me about uh the U- university of manitoba um radio station like you could volunteer there and i was like oh that's cool so i decided to you know put an application in like september october of last year and I started doing it in, I think, November of last year. Crazy. They got quick with you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And the rest is history. Yeah, for me, how I got into radio was, it was, it was like, at, at the, out of high school, it was like, everyone's like wondering, hey, what are you going to do out of high school, basically? And I'm like, I don't know what I wanted to do, basically, like, mid- grade 11 or grade 12-ish. I forget when it was, but it was like roughly around grade 12, near 
just the middle portion of grade 12. I was looking at a bunch of all these schools around the city and everything, like U of M, U of W, um, Red River College and everything, but nothing stood out to me until I looked up like a bunch of media stuff and everything. And then I found Herzing College, which did a broadcasting program. And yes, Red River right. has a broadcasting program, but for me, yeah. I'm not a person that likes school that much. So that's why I went into Herzing College, which was only a one year, one year program, which was uh, 12 months. Yeah. And what also got me into radio a lot too is the interview side of radio. So like interviewing people. So like doing this, of course, helped with doing podcasting and that podcast interviews and that. But one, well, two people that I, in my lifelong goal that I want to interview and that made me really get into radio as they get interviewed on radio is two people. And that is Billie Eilish and Ben Burley from Breaking Benjamin are two people that I really want to interview in my lifetime. So that is I have a couple of those for, I have right? a couple of those for me too, but yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm actually glad you brought up uh, Red River mm-hmm. because at first I was looking into getting into like, um, I, I was thinking of trying the creative communications yeah, possibly, but um. I, I'm also not a person who really likes the schooling Same. factor yeah. or whatever. And I was also thinking of maybe getting into like advertising and marketing or whatever, which is almost yeah. kind of like the same venue or whatever. Yeah. I believe that that's like, you can take that in like Fargo or something. Oh, really? Interesting. I, I think, I don't know. But um, I don't really want to have to, you know, down there just for school or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, like move temporarily down there for school so yeah. just decided to go with the uh you know the audio engineering mm-hmm. and you know it, it did me wonders i i would say yeah that's great i love that are you like i guess yeah you got the audio engineering thing so are you like producing stuff with bands and everything artists or anything like are you pursuing that i guess with the audio engineering degree yeah a little bit um so my current band couriers is uh well we're currently like writing an ep and we hope to have it done like early summer maybe um and me and the uh me and the guitarist are going to be like co-producing it co-producing we're we're basically self-producing it (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah. yeah okay cool 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 I, i'm excited for that nice 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 yeah for sure so we're okay so you did that and you're doing like u of m uh radio stuff so what is like your goal really then like do you want to pursue basically music do you want to pursue the band do you want to pursue audio like what is your main goal justin out of all this um have like the two big things are definitely the music career Mm -hmm. uh like as a singer um and the radio like getting a you know just in commercial radio station or something like that um and preferably rock of course because that's where my knowledge lies Mm -hmm. but I try to keep up with, you know, the mainstream media and all that. So, you know, if I, if they want me to, 
I'm all right with like a pop station or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a pop station. That's pop station rock. Like for me, I'm fine with going wherever. Like I'm not a person that's just going to be like, oh yeah, I need to get like yes, I have knowledge for a rock station particularly, but in the same time, exactly. is, I'm fine with going to a country station or a pop station or top yeah. forty station or whatever. I'm fine with which either. But for me, it would mm -hmm. be a cool opportunity to get that rock station at some point. But either way. Yeah. I'm fine where I'm at right now at Virgin and Bounce right now doing yeah, you know, for what sure. you're using in that. But yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. So does your family support your journey do, being a musician, doing this radio and everything? Yeah, so my mother is supportive with that. Um, she's motivating me. She's pushing me to find that. Um, my My sister as well. Uh, I, I have, like, an employment counselor who's very uh, motivated, you know, like, sending me whatever job she can find that's, like, in that. I'm, like, whether she finds, like, a Rogers Media position or something like that. So she, like, basically, either She's my mom, my mother or my employment counselor or whatever, that, yeah, yeah, they emailed you, me just whatever. You kind of have like an agent, Justin. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How does it feel to have an agent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. It's uh, it, it, it's nice to have like the, because you know they have all the connections over there. Like, I, I I'm not sure how their media connections are, but mm -hmm. you know they just have general connections and stuff yeah. and they help with like your interview skills which i'm pretty you know lacking at yeah i i'm the same well for regular interviews i'm terrible like for, for job interviews oh yeah I job interviews not actually like, <laughs> this kind of no like I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah i'm totally fine with like interviewing like a musician like if yeah. i wanted to interview just like you or say like mm. jordan or something like that yeah i'm totally fine with doing that Same. but yeah like on the on but job interviews there's like or whatever you know yeah i i'm the same way it, i for me it's the nerves always nerves gets to me and then after it took me a couple years to actually like to get over those nerves really and just mm. stay calm, relax yourself and just be confident. That's basically what I've realized. Just be confident. You're, you're going to do this. And that's what really has helped me with a lot of the interviews. And even though I've not done a couple interviews in the recent years, but either way, you try your best. That's all you could say. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um. So going back to your band, you start a new band. Mm. Courier? How, how do you pronounce Cour it? Cour so, there's kind of like two ways, yeah. but it's like couriers or couriers. Courier, couriers. It, it, it's like mailman. Uh, like, like the couriers mailman. Uh, thing. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Because we're delivering number one hits. Uh, okay. Yeah. So what's that's the, what we were going for. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the idea of the band? Like, what's the influences? Tell me everything about it. Basically. influences who mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of them especially between like between all of us uh and loathe is a big one 
uh, the, they, they were actually supposed to come to Winnipeg and then Northland canceled the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, uh, so bummed out. About I hoped, that. I hoped to see that, uh, to, to see at least Loathe again. Mm-hmm. Northland would be a bonus. Dude, I, I just want to see everyone on that bill. It was oh, Northland, sure. Silent Planet, Loathe. I'm like, dang, just uh, everyone. Um, and speaking of Silent Planet, my guitarist is super influenced by Silent Planet. Um, my guitarist is super influenced by like Silent Planet, uh, Neck Deep, um, Periphery, uh, just like some of those gent and like heavy pop punk guys. Uh, also, Chunk No Captain Chunk is a big one for him. Ooh, okay. Uh, for me, vocally, I would say uh, Lonely the Brave, uh, which is like a British alternative rock band. Uh, Biffy Clyro. Um, there are also British alternative rock. Uh, are you gonna do a British accent for these uh, songs? <laughs> I'm thinking, Justin, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fun to do. No, right? Okay. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, so, so those two. There's uh, lots of emo guys from the like late '90s. Jeremy, Jeremy from Sign Day Real Estate. Uh, the singer from Jawbreaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Walter Schreifels from. Um, you know, he was in Gorilla Biscuits, Rival Schools, uh, Quicksand. He was in like five other bands or something like that. Uh. And the singer from Mineral, can't remember his name right now, but him is he's a big one. Um, and just in general, just stuff like that. And there's a few pop punk singers too, actually. Um, Dan Cam- uh like Soupy. Oh yeah. From what the Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh, Dan 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 Campbell. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. You you yeah. got a lot of influences for this band. I'm I'm curious on yeah, how the music sure. direction will be going. Is there like a single coming out like soonish that we'll get to hear? Um, not yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything recorded except for a cover, but I don't think we're releasing that cover. We're just gonna we were going to, uh, and uh. I, I'm just gonna like leak it here because like we're oh. gonna play it live anyways. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a cut. It's and people know what it is. Like some people know what it is. Like if mm-hmm. you're like, if you're like Caitlin or like James Blick or something, and you're watching, like you know what it is because yeah. I've told you. Um, but it's Rose Colored Glass by Youth Fountain. Mm. Okay. So. We're doing that live sometimes, and then we're gonna do another song. Uh, there's like a songs that saved my life thing that Daniel uh Guerrero wants to put on, mm. um, and he wants to make like a compilation at the U of M. Uh, U of M. Oh, yeah, I was talking to someone about that recently, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dang, okay. Uh, so we're gonna do another song for that, uh won't spoil it but it's it's a song that uh you know means a lot to me and other guys so yeah i'm excited for that i'm excited dude. Dope. but the other stuff is just like kind of genty 
heavy pop punk. Um, yeah, lo- lots of stuff. Lots of stuff <laughs> in the works. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. So, going into your other stuff, you're a drummer at the upcoming It's Not a Phase Punk Edition show in April. How did that yes. come to be for being a drummer for Pinto? I'm so bad with names. Pinto? It's Pinto. It's Pinto. It's Pinto. <laughs> it's okay, Pinto. it's Pinto. Yeah, Pinto. So, how did that came to be? All right. So, um, those two guys, the, the other two guys that are doing show with me, I went to high school with them and I had a band with them. Um, and then. I just had some uh, health issues with my, um, like, shoulders and stuff that, like, I couldn't play, I can't really play fast drums anymore, and that's kind of the style that they were, um, they were wanting to go into. Okay. Um, but that's kind of what happened there. They're they're Mm -hmm. just trying to kind of looking, they're just trying to look for a permanent drummer now. Yeah. But, um... I'm their temporary drummer for now, just for this set. Yeah. And it's not, like, super fast stuff anyways. It's Descendants. Yeah. It's, like, you know, like, very... Very simple. E- easy, simple song forms. But, um, yeah, we're playing about 20 songs for it, uh, which is about a 40-minute set. Oh, jeez. Um, and I actually have the set right here. I won't leak anything. Leak but... okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, the rehearsals are going super good. Like the the uh, everything is everyone yeah, how is are picking you up. Feeling for the rehearsals and everything so far. They're going really good. Nice. Yeah, like as far as my you know shoulders and everything go. Um, you know, like I'm feeling great on drums, um, and this, there's a few songs where I still got to work on them, uh, just because they're like different song forms, you know. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and and there's a few Descendants songs where, um, like, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. I would say there's a few songs where uh, I just don't know them as well as others, but. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, learning them, beating them into your head, and, um, you know, I, uh, whenever I go to the gym, which is about every other day or so, I'll just listen to that on the, on the track or on the bikes or something like that, yeah. Oh. Goes well. (laughs) Might as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dang. Okay. So, what do you do in your past time, Justin, when you're not doing music or radio, like, yeah. Um mostly I mostly just like play Xbox, honestly. Yeah. Uh and it's mostly like rhythm games. Hmm. Um I'm a big Ben 4 player. Uh mostly a vocalist. <laughs> uh, just be just because I just can't uh like afford any of the uh other peripherals because yeah. they're like what a thousand dollars but Ooh, um yeah. <laughs> uh but otherwise like other games i play uh sometimes never winter oh, uh, yeah, sometimes yeah yeah sometimes like skyrim or like elder mm-hmm. scrolls or whatever um forza series is a big forza one, one. Forza is good. yeah like horizon is 
um, my my kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I actually, uh, fr- from a home share I have, I actually just downloaded uh, Sonic All Stars Racers. Oh yeah, that Sonic Racing game. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a 360 game. But yeah. Um, basically, I just say like I'm an achievement hunter. <laughs> I, I just kind of try to get, you know, whatever achievements. achievements I can. Yeah. I, I, I'm not like a completionist, though. Oh, because okay. there's a difference between it's... achievement hunter and completionist. Just thinking about Halo now. I, I'm going back on Breaking <laughs> Benjamin. I don't know if you know the gist of Ben Burley. He... I think he was pissed at either Halo or Star Wars when... No, it was Star Wars. He made a whole entire fit about Star Wars being bad, and then he just threw away the Xbox and everything. It was funny. It was a whole entire thing. You need to look <laughs> at this on YouTube later, but it's so funny. I think he, oh. like, chucked the Xbox across the room. It was so funny. <laughs> um. So, are you in, like... Do you? So, are you in a job right now, or are you just in... Uh, not right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, like, in between trying to look for stuff. Yeah. Radio stuff. Like, it's volunteer, which is good to add to, like, my resume. Yeah. All that. Um, but yeah, right now, unemployed. Yeah. But, unemployed. That's, yeah. That's the gist of a lot of people right now. Well, also, a lot of people just don't want to hire. Well, there is hiring, but... It's all part-time based, I know, for radio-wise, so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, an, okay, so another thing about that is that I can't drive. Mm. Like, um, I just, um, I won't get into why, but, like, mm. I can't drive. Um, and uh, that kind of sucks for stuff like, um, what, I, I saw a job posting the other day it was uh rogers like and ambassador or something like that and uh yeah i I can't really do that without a license or anything eh? well that's a lot of the radio positions you need a license for with those brand ambassador roles because yeah you need a car to drive a station vehicle and everything so yeah yeah Yeah. it will be it's You'll find something. You'll find something, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. What do you suggest to someone that's getting into music or trying to start getting into music, Justin? There's a lot of things I could, uh, like, you know, recommend anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, go to shows. Go to local shows yeah. is the big one. Uh, you know, I started, like... Uh, I'm surprised you haven't actually asked the question of like how I got into the local scene or anything. Well, we could go off of that now because you just mentioned local shows. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of kind of killing two birds with yeah. one stone or whatever. Uh, getting two birds stoned at once, like Ricky <laughs> says. Anyways, <laughs> what is that term? Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, so um, yeah, like when I. I started going to local shows, I guess, like, uh, summer of 2019. Mm. Um, so how it, how it first started, how it, how I, yeah, how I started going, um, Bulldog Pizza had these, uh, uh, events, like, open mics and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and they were like, not like just, they weren't just uh, acoustic guitar, uh, like like bring your acoustic guitar and sing into a mic, open mics. It was like a full rock band. Like, Ooh. like play a Jews Priest song, play uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, Bulldog. Okay. Uh, uh, back when um, Bulldog Pizza, the restaurant side, uh, was actually like open. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, but now it's just the event center. Um, they did have some of the mics in the event center, which actually had more of a you know concert vibe to it. And my father brought me to those uh, quite a bit. And uh, it kind of uh, like developed my live performance skills almost. Or like not just, you know, not getting nervous in front of a crowd. Like as a drummer, I don't really get nervous. But yeah. As a singer, you would because you're standing oh, over everyone and being like, yeah, uh, for sure. hi, hi, basically, right? But yeah, I've actually only sang like once or twice uh, to a live crowd, and one of them was a school event. Oh. Um, it was, uh, so my high school had this course called Technical Music Production, and we just used GarageBand to kind of like make beats or make just our own songs or Band was even had like a yeah, we even had like a cover uh kind of thing um like like we could cover a song or something for our project um yeah that was good times and for our like final we, we had a final performance both times at the park theater uh yeah, so this was when I was in grade 11 and 12. And uh, I sang New Orleans is Sinking, the Tragically Hip, uh, live when I was in grade 12. And it actually went well. And um, that just kind of gave me, like, um, you know, the, the motivation, I guess, uh, to become uh, more than a drummer, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, that pursuit of you going into more local shows, right, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And the the local shows. So, like, I, the first two local shows I ever went to. Um, the the first one wasn't super big. It was just a cavern show. Uh, if you remember the cavern, yeah. I never um, went to the cavern actually. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, it closed. <laughs> Yeah, it closed in, like, 2019 or 2020 or something like that. Then it turned into the Osborne Underground, I think. Mm. But, um, yeah, like, I saw Your Mum and Suburban Hypocrites there in uh, Canada Day 2019. I still Mm. remember that somehow. Then a bunch of bands that I don't think exist now. But, uh, yeah, it was was a good show uh, from what I remember. And then that same year, I think I saw Sleepless. In, uh, yeah, I, I saw Sleepless for my first time mm. um, at Bulldog Pizza. And then I saw Printport, uh, Murder Capital, 
it was that Bear Days Fest thing that Connor. Oh on. yeah, yeah that. Yeah, I went thing. to that. Okay. That was like my big, like, or uh, th- that was my first like big show, where like, I kind of started meeting people around that time. Um, and then I played a show of my own. No, I played two shows of my own. Um, with a punk band I had. Uh, like, it only lasted about a year, maybe, max. Wow. But we were, like, a Riot Girl band. <laughs> and basically, like, um, there isn't really, like, a definitive description for what Riot Girl is, but a lot of people call it, like, feminist punk. But it's basically just female-fronted punk. Like... Oh, okay. Okay. Stellars is the big one. Uh, Bikini Kill, stuff like that. Uh, Tsunami Bomb is a big one. Um, yeah, so we played two shows. We played a house show at Sky's Place, which uh, she she's one of the uh, owners or whatever of Bulldog Pizza. And that was like a week before Calling All Captains played <laughs> her house. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And I didn't know about Calling Old Captains oh back then, which sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, like, three months after that, in February, late February, uh, this was 2020, so right before shit hit the fan, uh, we played Bulldog Pizza Event Center. Um, we full cover set. Distillers, Bikini Kill, uh, Concrete Blonde. Uh, just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, obviously, uh, that band dissolved in March 2020 because, you know, you, you know what COVID. happened. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Yeah, you've been in the scene for a minute. Like, even then, I joined, ooh, I, local shows, I joined, yeah, roughly about the same time as you, actually, in 2019-ish, actually. So it was like... 2018, I went to the Break of Benjamin thing, and then it was like a year and that, because I went into school and everything, and then I started going into local shows around 2019, at the start of 2019-ish. There was a couple, like, weird bar shows that I went to. I don't know if it was a tavern, but there was another weird one in South St. Patel area. I forget what venue it was, but there was something there I went to, and there was a bunch of other secular bands yeah. that came through the city and everything like yeah. that too but yeah a lot of them for sure got canceled in that too so there's that so yeah you know who that is but either way that that that's besides the point yeah i you're probably thinking who it is right now <laughs> yeah I, I might know one of them but i won't say yeah we won't um, we won't yeah disclose those people on this podcast um yeah and I also forgot, but um, I went to my first emo night, and I think it was it was right when I turned eighteen, I think. So it was oh. like twenty. It was twenty nineteen, I think. Yeah, I forget one emo. Night. Oh yeah, yeah, that was twenty nineteen. That forget- was like that Valent. Yeah. I went to the Valentine's Day one. That was like my oh, first yeah, one. Oh, that one was a good one. That was my favorite. Probably I shot for photos wise. Maybe I think that was one I shot photo. I forget. I forgot. So the amount of emo nights that I took photos for, it's yeah. or 
too much. But either way, yeah. most most of them are good. I I've been stopping going to emo nights now because it's like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the, the I I went to like I went to like every one that happened after you know what happened, and then um except for the very last one that just happened uh the halloween one i think it was oh that one i didn't go to that one yeah uh just because i kind of uh had a bad experience with um uh the bus route and all that um because getting back is a pain in the ass if you don't know your bus and yeah, your all that and everything in the city, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, the nineteen is a bit of a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, from there, especially late at night. Oh dang! Yeah, I went to yeah for that one. I went to that all time low show. I think that night instead. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the same night, I believe, right? Or no? I don't um. Know think so yeah 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 because i do remember two things happening that night yeah I think it was, was like that. Two, two busy events i remember a lot of people like giving away their tickets well that was, too like... because it just got announced about the can't well the yeah situation and then everyone's like yeah. do we still go do we not and then it was like yeah it was still up in the air but the amount of people that still went like yeah but oh. yeah yeah. yeah, I'm still bummed out, but nothing. No, we're not coming here. Anywho, that's another day of sure. being bummed out about that. Um, what's your favorite local artist show, and then a bigger artist show that you've been to, Justin? So, like, someone that's like, I don't know, a big touring act that you your favorite, yeah, and then your yeah. favorite local. Yeah. Um. So the question was. Favorite local band or favorite local band's show? Those Let's, are like two we'll different questions. We'll say the shows. We'll say shows. Okay, okay, show. Um, and there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the last Printport show. Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, all good. the all the bands killed it. Yeah. Um I I loved all the bands. I, Bourbon, Grizzly Fate, so good. Sad um, times. sad times. Yeah, yeah. Um, another local one that comes to mind is the Kokom the the F is for Family Kokomono a Grizzly Fate X Engine X show. Uh, that was when was that one? I forget. It was July like late July of uh last year? Uh, two years ago. last. Last year? Last year. Yeah. Okay. I think I was um, that one. It was the same weekend as Calling All Captains. Yeah, I went it was, to that show. It, it was like the day after... Yeah, it was the day after uh, uh, the Park Theater emo night. And then like oh, two yeah. days before Calling All Captains. Right. Yeah. Um, and you did photography for that emo night, right? Or did he do the next one? Uh, I, dude, the amount of emo nights that I've done, and then I forget which ones I do. It's insane. They don't want. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'll say this right here first on the podcast. They don't want me to do emo nights anymore. I'll say that right now. 
Um, oh, yeah. There's there's situations about that, but we won't get into that. But either way. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, like all I know is they don't want me for emo nights, even though I've done other events for them and it's been no issue before, but they just don't want yeah. me. It's like, okay, whatever. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting just to say that. And yeah. they've made so yeah. many weird excuses too, and it just falls back on they me- they're messing up and everything and they realize yeah. So either way, uh they they yeah. they just mess up. That's all it is. But yeah. 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 But um big act. <laughs> a big act. Um I always I, I I've been like leaning like back or going back and forth on this one for a bit. Um I want to say it was either calling all captains or Whitechapel. Dude, that Whitechapel show. <laughs> that was so good. Okay, the thing with Calling All Captains was that it was such a good weekend for me because, you know, I hung around with the Kokomono and a Grizzly Fate guys and all that. And, like, I went to Emo Night that weekend and I went to the, obviously, the F is for Family thing that weekend. And, um, Calling All Captains was just like the cherry on top, I guess. And they're also like, at probably right now, like top three Canadian bands for me, along with Youth Fountain. That's crazy. Maybe Spirit Pox too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. I'm trying to think for myself. Like, my favorite, like, because I'm a photographer, so it's like my favorite show that I photographed. But, like, there's so many. Mm. Uh, um, as for like local. I would say probably that Printport show as well because that was a very good night in general. Like the bands, the show, the bands went so hard that that yeah. night. that was insane. Yeah. So I, I say as well the local show for that. As for bigger artists goes, I would say my favorite for like shooting wise would have been that when lights was just here for photographing. I would say that night. Yeah. But as for in general performance wise, close up there would be either. I would say Breaking Benjamin when they're here in 2018, or yes, that White Chapel show. I would say because, yeah. dude, Phil's vocals are insane. Like, yeah, I know. I I I like. I wish I was here in Winnipeg. I had to do it. Uh, I went to Vancouver for the show, but literally it's the same, still lineup, same music yeah. and everything. But literally it was just like a couple days before. But either way, yeah. I that I melted in Vancouver hearing Phil's vocals. Is insane, dude. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a few other big ones that came to mind when you're speaking too. Um, in this moment, oh, yeah, in this moment. uh, when I saw them with Slipknot, uh, Slipknot were good, but I think in this moment kind of just blew me away because it's always been one of my favorites, but yeah, and then Pretty Reckless. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been a Greta Van Fleet fan. Uh, <laughs> that was a funny show. <laughs> I went for the Pretty Reckless though. Oh yeah, yeah. same thing here. Like, lit- oh no joke, Justin. Recently, I met someone that literally asked me, "Hey, were you at the Greta Van Fleet show?" I'm like, "You still remember me? What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, that's that." That blew me off. That people still remember myself from that show too. But yeah, that, that's still funny. But yeah. No, that was yeah. a good show. 
for sure. Yeah, that's like all I can remember for big shows. I mean, I'm sure there's like one or two more. I really wish I, I really wish I could have seen Youth Fountain. Um, they'll, they'll come again soon. They'll come again. But, Every band comes through Winnipeg at least once in their lifetime. Hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Tyler already said that they're planning a Canadian tour. Mm. Uh for this year so oh damn first leakage let's go <laughs> <laughs> well he's he put it on his instagram story oh, like a while ago oh, so <laughs> okay yeah so what would you be do what would you be doing right now if it wasn't for music justin you think so like radio or music wasn't in the picture what would you be doing then uh uh good question um I honestly don't even know. No? Uh, I could potentially see myself, even though, like, I'm not good now because I don't refine my skills for it, like, mm. as music takes all my time and radio takes all my time, Um, something like speed running or, like, video game mm. related, because I do like esports quite a bit. Uh, like I keep up with them and I yeah. watch them, but um, I just don't have time for them. Like I, I, I love seeing the Lego Batman speed runs. Like those are insane. Oh. Um, and yeah, so maybe that, or maybe something in uh, I, I don't know what the union is called, but like the actors' union, uh, like that we have here. Oh yeah, that 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 cannot. I I, I think. I yes. So like doing something on the like production side for yeah. films or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I I tried to get into a little bit of that before, but okay. Yeah. It was a struggle to try to get into that, but it's yeah for sure. You got to know people for that. A hundred percent. And yeah. I don't know anybody for acting situations stuff. Yeah. So there's that. I, I yeah. I feel like music is just like easier to know people in or easier to connect with depending on who you are i well, guess that's also i consider that also with like esports and gaming in general too i consider oh, like radio yeah, and music well radio and music and like video gaming and that kind of stuff like streaming esports and all that i think is like almost the same realm of stuff in general but yeah. Yeah. connections and everything so yeah yeah, yeah for sure so what do you think about the music industry as a whole right now justin with labels mm. streaming and everything what do you think when you hear that good question mm-hmm. i guess there's like a lot that comes to mind because there's so many labels there's so many labels you know effing people over and stuff um uh you know <laughs> i don't know if i should name names. Ooh, uh, in terms it. of labels, do it, do it. <laughs> hopeless. If you, want to, it's, if you want to, hopeless records. Oh, hopeless. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, if you don't know, uh, between you and me, we're an Australian punk band who has toured with like Yours Truly, In Our Own Words, Real Friends, With Confidence, uh, those kind of bands. Uh, uh, Atlantic is another one. Um, they put out. An album in 2021 
called it was Armageddon. And uh I I have a whole group, uh me and Monty and a couple other people. Uh and we all loved that record, right? And it 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 never got promoted by the label at all. Like there's so many promotion issues and so many there's just like label issues all around with that album and with that oh, band. That's strange. And uh so between you and me kind of went on a uh like something uh, like a a rant on their Twitter about hopeless about how they hate hopeless and oh, stuff no. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> by the way that this is the same label that has wonder years um i think stand atlantic is on hopeless I think so there's a couple other bands i actually have contacts uh, with that i know yeah I'm trying to uh neck deep set it off let me pull yes. this up. let me see if i can pull this up quick uh bayside is on hopeless there's ones I'm blanking on. Hopeless records are. There's a whole list. Let's see. I'm I'm blanking too because there's a lot of people. And there's a lot of bands, and there's a lot of like other labels where all my favorite other bands are, like UNFD. They have Yours Truly and Silver Scene and all that, and Nothing Nowhere. Oh, they have Afterlife. That's what I saw recently. Afterlife. Okay. Yeah. Um, Dwayne, Flame on Fire. Um, do, 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 do. yeah, neck deep, like you mentioned, pink shift. Oh, they just I saw this recently. They got Paris. Paris was recent. Oh, yeah, Paris. Point Wh- Norm. Hmm? Wh- where was uh, which label was Paris on before Atlantic? Okay, okay, I well, I think she was on Atlantic. I don't know, mm. but Solence is under them, Stan Atlantic, like you mentioned. Um, the trophy eyes, yeah, yeah, wonder, yeah. So, yeah, the one I was shocked about that got was Paris. I'm like, oh, Paris is under uh-huh. Hopeless now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Hopeless is sure. Hopeless Records is interesting, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's other troublesome labels. I've heard things about Epitaph, too. Hmm. Epitaph is the one uh, the guy from Bad Religion owns it. Oh, okay. And they're, they're more of like... A, like uh we're we're uh you know we're strictly punk rock or whatever like okay. that kind of stuff oh okay. but they 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 sign mostly stuff like i don't even know who's on it right now yeah, is anti-flag on it maybe <laughs> i don't know no i don't think so i know i uh, just recently just was talking to someone about anti-flag i don't think they're under that but okay yeah anyways that they uh they sign a lot of like alternative rock and punk rock leaning stuff Mm. uh but i've heard i've heard things about epitaph um of course there's good labels too like unfd is a good one Mm -hmm. um overall like i'm not super um i like i don't hate labels uh unless they do harmful stuff to their artists obviously yeah, true true or 
to the industry, I guess. Oh, yeah, like um, screen over his ours and everything on exactly like the between you, yeah. yeah, the between you and me case or whatever. No, like I'm um, of labels. It just I care more about the artists if they have the rights to their songs and they don't screw them up for contracts and making sure yeah. that they don't yeah. lose money out of it. Like, yeah. sure, you can have a good contract and everything in that, but yeah, you need full rights to your songs and make sure of that. Like. That's what Against the Current had to deal with recently with the oh, yeah. label and everything. Tried to get the rights for a song to even just perform on their show and everything, or just even release their live show or whatever yeah. on there. That yeah. Saw, but yeah, it's been yeah. a struggle for a lot of bands. Yeah. Uh, since you brought that up, mm-hmm. uh, or, or I guess a uh, point I missed, sorry. Hmm. Um. There is one label that I do kind of hate for a reason other than um, just, like, effing over artists and stuff like that. And uh, it's Rise. Oh, yeah, Rise. Um, only Rise... Only Rise is, like, metal artists, though. Like, they're metalcore and metal artists. Um, they're Indian punk artists, like, pop punk artists. Mm-hmm. They're great. Like, they have... They had Transit... They had uh, the Jealous sound when they were still around. I think the kids were on it. I don't know. But anyways, all the Rise like metal stuff, all mm-hmm. core stuff, sounds the exact same to me. Like Attack Attack. Uh, it, it all has like the same production, basically, to me. Well, there's Attack... Who else is on under Rise right now? Um, it's Attack Attack. Um... I know before I was, I don't know if you did read my interview with uh, James from Thousand Below. They were under Rise and they switched okay, over. Okay, yeah. But they didn't. I don't. They didn't have the same sound as like Attack Attack and that though. Like they were different. Yeah, th- there's like a few artists where they'll go like that slightly different. Like they have like that shoegaze metal style almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I respect that style a lot. Oh yeah. Um, I definitely do. <laughs> but. I, I more so mean like the, the MySpace era Rise stuff. I'd like, or the artists that sound like MySpace artists are like, I, they all sound so watered down for production and I'm stuff. To, I'm trying to remember which artists you're talking about. Um, I, then I'll be like, oh yeah, or not. But I don't yeah, know. Uh, let, let me give you a few. Yeah. Uh, because I'm blanking on some too, but like it's one of those things where you hear them and then you automatically know, oh yeah, that's a that that's a sense. rise, right. yeah. Okay, um, so so there's two kind of venues that back in about 2010 or so, mm-hmm. uh, rise kind of went. There was the dance Gavin Dancy stuff, yeah. And um, that's stuff like Polyphia, Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, I don't even, I don't know if Idola was on um, Rise. Rise, but similar. Them too. Yes, similar sound. Yeah. Um, and then there was the stuff, obviously, like Attack Attack, uh, Palisades. I don't like that to me, if I'm saying that right. Palisades? Um, yeah, well, I don't know. 
don't know about Palisades, though. Well, Palisades, like, newer stuff is... Well, that one record was mad, but... I didn't listen to Palisades that much, like, older records, though, so I can't say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Bless the Fall. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Bless the Fall, yeah. Uh, Circus Survive. Royal Coda. Uh... Mayday Parade, even though, okay, I love Mayday Parade so much. They they kind of um, almost popularized that MySpace era of music and uh, kind of made all the, you know, all the Attack Attack clones, like, decimate for this, but uh, what's that one band? Um, Enter Shikari, like they all sound alike. <laughs> I don't know Enter Shikari actually, so I can't hate on you for that. But okay. I'm gonna hate on you okay. for Made yeah. Raid though. Made <laughs> Raid is not nothing like that though. <laughs> so yeah, well, I I feel like they kind of made uh I don't know, how how do I word it? But uh, the, the, there was something with Mayday Parade. Where their scene culture kind of um, made Attack Attack mm-hmm. kind of follow their sound a bit. No, yes. Mayday Parade is very soft compared to Attack. <laughs> uh, Yumi at 6 is very different. Yeah. But, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. That. Just Rise uh, Rise has a lot of very generic artists, I find. Yeah. Well, that's that's Rise, though. Like, there's other labels. Like, right now, someone just sent me, which they got this off right away. It could be someone on the street team of Sumerian. But Sumerian posted, like, anti-COVID stuff or whatever last night or something the other day. It's like, oh, they're against COVID. I'm like, oh, no, that's not great. <laughs> and... We'll see about that, how that works out. Um, how the fall is that, that. late? Sumerian has uh, Bad Omens, right? Yeah, Bad Omens. It's them, Palais Royale, and a bunch of other big... Uh, Asking Alexandria, I think, still. I could be wrong. I don't know if they still have Asking, but there's big names on Sumerian right now. Okay. So, either way, that's going to leave them some taste in their mouth right now but yeah um so what are your thoughts about artists getting into labels and such any suggestions to like new artists seeking something or what they should be doing should they get into labels or should they not i'd say if you are going to get into labels always read the contract always read the small print Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have experience myself mm. in labels, but from what other people have told me, from doing research, from watching YouTube videos of other, you know, content creators or whatever, uh, you know, just read the small print, make sure you're not getting locked in something that, uh, you know, like is going to lock you in for, you know, 1,500 years into a (laughs) label that you're not going to work well with or whatever. Yeah. No. The terms and conditions are, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
read the terms and conditions, everyone, even though no one yeah. does. That's the thing. I, I know everybody hates that, but I, everybody hates being told that, but for a contract, especially if you're like in a band or a manager or something, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very important. Yeah. In a- any industry, like if you're a musician, if you're an actor, in any if you're any kind of actor at all, mm-hmm. uh, if you're like, you know, esports yep. is is a good example too. Um, yeah, yeah. Even myself, like I get contracts from labels. Even for instance, like for photos wise, it's like, yeah. hey. Maybe you want to take the rights from the photos. Maybe we don't. So we might even pay you. We might not. So yeah, always yeah. double check with your contracts. Read the fine yeah. prints. Read them out as well. If you want, send it to a person that will actually read this and tell you, hey, this is what they're going to do to these said rights or yeah. said stuff to you. But just make sure you read the fine print and read those contracts, everybody. Yeah. As far as I know, there's special, like, talent lawyers or something like that mm-hmm. or musician lawyers yeah. or whatever and they can tell you exactly what you're signing into because those a lot of those contracts will use you know, big ass words and oh, stuff yeah. so you know confuse the artist mm-hmm. yeah yeah if i ever get signed or even you get signed justin we we send it off to, I don't know, someone that is an influential person to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's not get screwed over. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do you think artists should go independent or not in this day and age right now? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, it's in 2023 times. Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, almost. Mm-hmm. Because with a label, you have the risk of, you know, losing the rights to your song or whatever. On the other hand, going independent, you don't have the financial support or the you know just the support from a label uh to uh to know what decisions you're making on on a tour or you know whatever unless you have a good manager or whatever that's kind of like my point of view i don't know unless you want to add something to that no, like for me, like adding on to that, I would say like yes, it's it's it yeah, it's a double edged sword right now. I think right now, like I was just thinking this the other day and made a video about this on um about this about um right now I've seen on my for you page on TikTok is and it sucks is all these like I might get canceled for this, but like all these metal thirst trap but girl uh woman tiktokers in the metal scene and everything like sure it's great but also it's like why you need to do this there's no point like it's pretty like it's not the greatest to see this kind of side of the internet like it's pretty 
not great but it's also it's like oh yeah. this is that side of the internet too it's and i feel like a lot of i realize now too i think a lot of the labels are going to those people and sure those uh individuals and those women are getting all this money of course but it's great advertisement for these bands and everything but also for me for hearing a song like this over and over and over it kills a song it kills the momentum of the song i think for myself hearing that song over and over like there's like bad omens have got that just pretend song all craze on tiktok i think it was sumerian sent it to these uh tiktokers and they paid for this and it's great advertisement for bad omens but I can't listen to Just Pretend now because it's gotten overplayed all over on this now. Yeah. So it's great, sure. but there's those benefits and those drawbacks, right? I, I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, there is people, or there is bands or artists or whatever killing the TikTok scene uh, or the social media game or whatever. Um, the big one being obviously calling all captains. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, even then, like the overplay or the, you know, cheesiness sometimes can turn people off if there's something that they don't connect with or whatever. Um, if there's something that they feel is too artificial whatever or is not real punk Let's or go real metal or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i respect calling all captains uh like specifically calling all captains a whole lot for what they do on their mm. social medias specifically tiktok mm. so yeah yeah cool yeah i i'm yeah it's like it's a weird industry now to be like oh yeah you can't go independent i feel like if you're a brand new band, sure, you could go, like, independent for probably, like, an EP or a single or something. But if you get called upon for a record, I think, yeah. Go for maybe, like, one or two records with the label. Get your name out there first. Make sure you have somewhat of rights for the song so that you could use those after the fact. After you get off yep. that label and everything. But either way, that's what I say for artists and bands to do. At least just that get that experience and at least tour or at least get that momentum to get yourself out there i feel like yeah for sure yeah um if you could have um listeners maybe even fans for yourself justin i don't know if you have fans maybe but who knows who knows i i think you have <laughs> fans but what would you want remember them about one thing about yourself what would it be um you know, just that I'm or were, like in the case of couriers or whatever, mm -hmm. were, you know, authentic or here to stay. Um, yeah, everything is coming from the heart. Nice. I like that. Cool. Um, I know, like, you promote so much about, like, Winnipeg scene and everything. Have you thought about, like, I know if empty space productions and like uh ninja cat productions have you thought about being a promoter for shows and everything like i know you promote shows and everything but have you thought about mm. like hey let's become a promoter for this scene yeah thought about it um i just don't know how to get into it mm -hmm. i don't know like what resources i need um i'm assuming like 
I, I'm assuming that you need to have some money or some pull as well or whatever. So. No, I, I think honestly I, that's what i've thought about that too like i'm a person like hey this would be cool like i saw what is it um i don't know if you watched uh joey who's a photographer as well in the scene well, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she just posted about like her 40th birthday and she's like also promoting a like a dj thing so it's like oh mm. yeah you could be a promoter and help out with something like that too i think honestly for myself too i think i want to do something like that too like maybe a birth like myself like on my birthday have like maybe like one or two like bands in the scene help promote with that show or something with like probably like dg with md space productions possibly for a show or something like help out with that i think even for yourself justin like you're so big in the space promoting all these bands on all these artists i think you should totally pursue promotion with this like yeah Holy, yeah. holy man! I would love to. I would love to talk to like Corey or Daniel about that. Yeah. To see what, you know, kind of how you kind of how you do it. I guess. Yeah, I, I'm probably might talk to him one of these days too, and be like, "Yo, can I shout out one of you guys just to see how this works out and pursue this?" Yeah. You know, like that would probably be dope one of these days. Uh, like, there's a few really sm- like cult bands i guess like mm-hmm. cult as in smaller but like kind of influential from way back then um jerome's dream is one of them mm-hmm. and i really want to get them up here mm-hmm. jerome's dream is probably like my one of my favorite screamo bands of all time mm-hmm. by far mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I really want to get them up here because they're releasing an album in May. Um, and I noticed that the lead singer and the drummer both acknowledged and liked my comment on oh. asking them to, uh, hey, when are you guys going to come up here and play a show? Yeah. And I would, I would love to schedule them a show or get, get them to come up here and play like The Handsome Daughter or The Goodwill or something dope yeah there's a couple bands i've talked to and everything like how come you haven't come to can like for instance i always talk to and he knows this and he loves me for it but he can't wait to come here and that is telly from word alive he always lets me know like we will come here at one point but like not at this point it's like when are you gonna come here man and it's it's been bugging me for so many years and it's just like yeah but i guess touring schedule and money wise it's not working out but either way but no like I think in general, I, I want to be someone like as yourself, like get those smaller artists out here too. But also it's just like, you need time, money and resources for that too. But also I've realized it's hard to get that out if you don't have like those resources and those people that come out to those shows. Like for instance, I would want to bring out a lot more. I feel like more like I love like different genres, different, different pieces of music and everything. And specifically for me, I found a secular area is like christian rock christian metal we don't we have not had any of that come here very yeah. much so yeah for sure it's all down south everything likes texas nashville around that area yeah yeah bring that up here bring that up here that'll be yeah very interesting to see how that plays out here i think yeah yeah and i feel like it's the same for screamo because yeah. like typically 90s screamo because we have 
and I know they're not like a screamo band, but they're kind of screamo influenced, or they they're kind of influenced from those bands, uh, Hopscotch Battle Scars, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of like re- bringing that sound back up here. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to get, you know, uh, bands like In Loving Memory or Jerome's Dream or uh Orchid is still around, I doubt it. Um Harry Green. Um obviously Sea of Space Cowboy is already coming, but uh yeah, just bands like that. <laughs> I'm shocked like a lot of those Screamo bands have not come here in more well, it's also like a lot more of the metal genre has now started to bring up more in recent years than other yeah. years like yeah it's grown a lot more here yeah 100 percent. yeah so i think we'll see more i think in the next couple of years at least specifically here in winnipeg we're just like a very underground city just a lot of people don't realize oh, how yeah we are yeah we're at least a good city for hardcore i'll oh, say that much totally but, totally like combat it those kind of bounds and propaganda obviously propaganda cancer bats like yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Cancer bats are Toronto, but yeah, I'm oh, that kid. Well, yeah, uh, Ken Ken Mode, obviously too. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Going back to bands. Top ten bands you want to see in Winnipeg come through in the next three years. Oof. Uh, I'm just gonna put Paramore as my number one. Oh yeah. Obviously. Um. Here's truly. Oh, yeah, Atlantic, between you and me, mm-hmm. against the current. That's crazy about that, yeah. Silver Sun pickups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, Anthony Green, Ooh. the Anthony Green project. Uh, a ocean, mm-hmm. a ocean. How are you saying? <laughs> and uh, Dola. Okay, that's good. Good list. For myself, it would be. Ooh, I I I didn't think of this when I wrote down this question. I'm like, oh geez, now I've realized I need to say mine. My pick. Um, I'd say Breaking Benjamin. I haven't seen them in like four or five years now. Um, Breaking Benjamin. Bad Omens. Thousand Below guys. Need to see those guys here. Um, Against the Current. Against the Current, totally. Um, Jeez. It's a hard list. It's a hard list. Um, Also, ones that I was thinking. um, Who I've been listening to recently. Uh, It's... Taint it. Taint it, man. It's... Oh, Spirit Box. I want to see Spirit Box here. Spirit Box would be up there. We're alive. We're alive. Um, geez, there's so many bands. So many bands and artists. Uh, I'm checking out my Spotify quickly. What has I been listening to lately? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Ah, uh, that, 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 that. Oh, as everything unfolds. Mm. Those guys. We need. Oh, yeah. We need a lot more of those bands. So, like, Architects, we need to see here again. Uh, oh, Thrice. I want to see Thrice. Thrice here. Oh, yeah. And... 
Who's another one? Who's another one? Oh, there's another one. Um, da, 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 da. One Maybe band. Under I'm... Oath? Hmm? Maybe Under Oath or something? Not Under Oath. Know. No, I'm not much of an Under Oath fan. Um, yeah, that's fair. I would I'm not either. Say my last pick, and I love these guys to death. Would be they're blowing up a little bit recently. Would be Never Tell. That's my yeah. Ten. Yeah. So nice. yes, that's my yeah. ten picks. I would think for bands right now, and then I'll I'll throw in an 11th pick. Months the Giants are like a metalcore. I showed you Months the Giants are like a metalcore. Ah uh, yeah uh, yeah. Christian you did. Christian metalcore was pretty cool. So I'd say those guys. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, 11th pick too. Holding absence. Dude, holding absence. I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. now I'm like, I forgot a couple bands that are like EU based. Dang it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say Eminence as well. But anyways, <laughs> um, promote a small artist, artist band yourself that you've been getting into lately. Um, so many because right. like most of the artists I listen to are like under like a 30k, 20k monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh. I think of a new one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few, um, you know, newer ones. A few from you know the '90s that I think deserve more love. That are like just, you know, underrated and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start with like some of the '90s and 2000s ones that are like more emo. So the Jealous Sound, Knapsack, uh, Jets to Brazil. Which is a jawbreaker side project. Um, Sense Field, they were kind of big, but not really. Uh, Dismemberment Plan, they were also kind of big, but not really. Um, Cross My Heart. Mm, cross My Heart's good. Uh, yeah, the, that's what I can think of for like 90s and 2000s stuff. Uh, I think people should check out. Uh, oh yeah, the Gloria record as well. Um, and then some new stuff. Uh, Blood Command. Um, they're from Norway, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, the new uh, Vil Allo. That's how you say his name. Uh, but he goes under the name VV. Uh, he's the yeah VV. Oh, uh, I know he's, he. uh, he's the lead singer of HIM. Mm. Uh, they're from Finland. Okay. As a solo project, it's called VV. And he released an album this year that I think is super good. Um, Teenage Guitar. It's a Robert Pollard uh, side project. He's the lead singer of Guide by Voices. Mm-hmm. Uh... You know what? I'll add in a local. I'll go locator, obviously. Yeah. Um, Fireworks, a, in my opinion, underrated band from like, uh, like early 2010s pop punk. And then I'll add in one more. I'll say you blew it. They were like emo punk, kind of like uh, in the same vein as like Pup and Beach Bunny and that kind of stuff. 
They're actually coming back for a reunion. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Or, well, it's like Pennsylvania or something, yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah. And what is your plans for the rest of the year? Uh, Justin, for yourself, like shows, yeah. music, I don't know. Like, what, what do you got going on? Uh, well, with careers, I hope mm-hmm. to start playing shows in like May or June. Yeah. Um, just, you know, time depending and everything. Um, and we hope to have music out at the latest by like May or June. Okay. So, and like our timeline, we seem to be. Uh, doing pretty good on that. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I have tickets for, like, a few uh, big shows. Uh, I'm most likely going to the Real McKenzie's, uh, which is in, like, two weeks or so. They're from Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Elder Abuse is actually opening that show, and they're so good. Um, I'm seeing the Dirty Nil. Yeah. Uh, possibly off with their heads. Uh, I'm seeing Mom Jeans with Bearings and Illinois Walk, That's cool. and uh, Silverstein. Yeah, in May. I'm really excited oh, for that. I'm so excited for that show. Yeah, cool. and then we'll kind of see what other big concerts happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as local shows, I'll kind of try to go to like a couple of months, and mm-hmm. we'll see from there. Yeah. They'll they'll start picking up very soon, I think. Uh, yeah, like, I can't really think of anything else. <laughs> Show yourself out, Justin. What do you want the people to know about you? Yeah, so, like I said, I'm in Couriers, uh, C-O-U-R-R-I-E-R-S. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We don't really post. Uh, right now, <laughs> but we will post yeah. eventually. Um, and yeah, you can find us on social media under Couriers Band, like at Couriers Band. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so and also, if you want to, if you have a Twitch, uh, my drummer, Jonathan, has a Twitch channel where he, uh, uh, you know, drums to just random stuff that people give him. Oh, uh, that, yeah. Um, I have a radio show, Suburban Home. It's Wednesdays from three to four p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, and it's just the history of emo and punk music, and yeah, uh, all, all kinds of. Stuff, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. I've been playing a lot of 2010s stuff lately. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but this week is like a, mainly a 90s week. So, mm. Nice. Yeah. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Johnny Drums TV. So it's J O N N Y D R U M S TV. Johnny Drums TV. Everyone go follow him on Twitch if you want to. Check out another Twitch streamer if you like, for drumming wise. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, our drummer's Twitch channel. He'll drums for you. Nice. Uh, 
yeah, radio warriors. Oh yeah, if you want to follow me on my uh, personal Instagram, it's Justin Fisher Music. Yeah, go go follow it. I also after watching this on YouTube, it's just down below the screen. Everything, but yeah.